Hey guys, welcome to Honest and Jazzy with Hannah and Jackie. I'm your co-host, Hannah Meera Plotkin, providing the honest and simple side of our stories. And I'm Jackie Spinell, spicing up our stories with my jazzy personality. Woo, guys, welcome back to this week's episode. I'm Woo. sorry, I kind of forgot which number it is. I'm currently checking. Um, 18. Episode 18. Woo. Guys, that's high life. 18, high. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back, guys, to episode 18. Um, woo, I think it's great um, hearing all of your feedback and all of your love and support from last week's episode with Milk. It was, I, I, can't, I can't stop saying this, it was amazing. Yes, it was, uh, uh, it was just awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, so as many... Uh, know hannah and i were both super passionate about civic engagement and being being change makers and you know just being part of the change so we really wanted to dedicate this episode to reflect um our values in a nonpartisan way but still talking about why it's important to vote and why we even though we're not old enough why we encourage all of you who are old enough to vote to vote and those of you who are not old enough to get involved in mm-hmm. one way or another. Yeah, um, I I mean, we're, we're about to touch on this in a minute, but still there's so many ways to be involved, even when you're not legally able to vote. But um, before we jump into our icebreaker, I just wanted to give um, some definitions as to what Jackie just said, just to make sure that everyone's on the same page. So Jackie mentioned civic engagement, which is, I'm just going to read this, the definition straight from Wikipedia, because I think it's awesome. Civic engagement is any individual or group activity addressing issues of public concern. So just literally getting involved and nonpartisan is the lack of affiliation or lack of a bias towards a political party. So I think that those are really great ways to be open-minded about, you know, different situations and different oh yeah I just think that um it's always important to look at a topic in a nonpartisan way first before you make your final decision that way you're looking at all sides of the story yeah yeah I completely agree so do you want to just jump right in with our icebreaker question yeah so Jackie if you're if you were able to run for any position in government or if you could be chosen for any position what would you pick and why? All right. This is a tough one. I think they all have pros. And I feel like if I was chosen for one, I would definitely rise to the occasion. But I would have to choose the first lady. I just I just always just admire them. I mean, most of them. I think just so many of the first ladies, I personally really admire Michelle Obama. Mm, just yes. because of all Bridge. the work yeah, all, we just talk about her often but all the work she does advocating for girls and education and schools and I just love how she's how smart she is and how she really takes her her platform and does good can we just talk about the necklace that she wore on the first night of the democratic convention like oh. yesterday or two days ago I actually have not seen. I was on a camping trip, but oh, I will gosh. look it up immediately. It said vote, and it was like it was it was really cool, and I thought that was awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That's very in 
on brand for this episode. Oh, truly. So, um, personally, if I could pick any elected official, I think I would choose something on the state level because I feel like the state levels can really make a difference, like within the counties and within the communities. And honestly, sometimes I I feel like the laws that are passed for just my state, like are more applicable to me and I see in my daily life more. So maybe like a state Supreme Court justice Mm. or Mm. a governor or a state legislator would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Those would all be interesting. Yeah. Well, I really like this question. Definitely gets me thinking. Um, So kind of like Hannah, you briefly talked about before, there's so many ways to, you know, play a role in the government. Even, you know, regular citizens who aren't able to vote. And I think we wanted to hit on this first, just because so any everyone who's listening, just know that even if you can't vote, you still have a role to play. And yeah, yeah. So just uh, some of you guys know I'm doing a summer internship on volunteerism through a Jewish lens. And we've been talking a lot about ways that teens can really make a difference. And so something that I've been doing a lot over the last couple of weeks is calling my county's um, representative um, who works in the House of Representatives. For my county, her name is Marsha Fudge. And so I've been calling her on a lot of issues and thanking her for co-sponsoring different bills, such as the bill that's right now on the um, House of Representative floor regarding um, trying to save the post office. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. So every call and every text and every email that you send to your representative gets tallied by their staffers. And they tally up yeses and nos and your opinion. And that actually helps to influence the way that your representative will vote when the House gets together and votes. And that's something that anyone can do. And you can do it multiple times. And I think that's really, really, really cool. And you can do that for any for any state? Yeah, any state, any county. Yeah, all you do is you call, you give them a call, say you're a constituent, and they'll tally up your opinion. Thanks for that, Hannah. That's a great way to to definitely be part of the change. Um, and I think additionally, you can also, you know, sign petitions. There's mm-hmm. so many petitions going around. Yeah. Texting, um, emailing, calls, like Hannah said, um, letter writing, you know. Yeah, there's just the list truly goes on. Yeah. Um, one thing that we've been talking about on this during this internship is that the government works for us as citizens the government is here to support us and so you know since the government works for us all of the documents are online so we have access to read the bills that are currently on the house floor and we have the power to let other people in our community know and get everyone truly involved and I think that what Jackie was saying about signing petitions, I think that that's a really, really cool way to make small changes, but also to make some really big changes as well. I think it was really cool how a lot of the teens on TikTok, which is a social media app, really have all joined together 
to share their political opinions and make changes um, within how different people are running for office. I mean, we're trying to use a nonpartisan opinion, but um, I think it's really interesting how some people have really made a difference in um, some of the people running's campaigns. I'll just <laughs> leave it at that. I I can and not just TikTok. I mean, I don't know the exact platforms, but I've heard on other platforms, you know, people buying out, yeah, tickets at seats at <laughs> rallies just to not show up. You know, like you said, mm-hmm. um, filling up carts with merchandise mm-hmm. that way no one else can buy it. Yep, and like, yeah, and I'm not saying you have to go and and spend all your money on these on these things that you're never going to use, but just sort of noticing that these, the people are doing this around us and maybe that that's a sort a source of, I don't know, hope. Um, and that's like a way that teens can really make a change. I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. you guys have seen the headlines the last couple of weeks. It's crazy what people are doing on social media. And I think it's awesome that people are really feeling involved in recognizing that they have the power to make a difference and recognizing that, you know, it is our duty to be the change we wish to see in the world. I love that. A lot of people at school are able to get involved with student council and talking to um, administrators at school. And I think that our government works really, really similarly. You know, student council at school is meant to make the school a better place for you. And likewise, I think that government employees, if they're doing their job correctly, are supposed to be making our country a better place for us as well. So I think that when you use that analogy, it makes contacting your local officials a lot less daunting. Yes, I, I completely agree. There's so many, um, not even, there's so many parallels, you know, in like our day-to-day life versus, you know, on a bigger scale in the government. Mm-hmm. And we could just sort of use our, our knowledge on those sort of, um, I guess, mm, entity. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally of, get what you're saying. It's yeah, awesome. Just to sort of, you know, help our, help uh, navigate our way through the through what we what we believe in. And I think that sort of we're going to talk about this a little later, but that sort of ties into, you know, having your ideas for yourself and not just what your parents believe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Hannah and I, we also wanted to open up this conversation for people who are of voting age. And so in doing that, we collected a couple of recordings and I think two, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we are so excited for you to hear their reasonings for why it is so important that that they vote. Um, So first up, we have Barry, who is my dad's partner at work and also a good friend of ours who discusses what in his opinion why it's so important that he votes my name is barry zingler i'm a big fan of the honest and jazzy podcast and a friend of the spinel family i vote because i'm grateful to live in a country where i have the right to voice my opinion by voting and it actually counts and has an effect on issues that are important to me. The alternative of not being able to vote scares me. If we don't vote, we're basically saying we don't care 
and we're fine letting someone else decide for us. That is not a democracy. That is too close to a dictatorship. That is not acceptable. Thank you, Barry. I really, really value um, your opinion, and I think it's awesome that you feel so passionate about this issue, and I think it's really great how you kind of connected this to using your voice for good and recognizing that you have the power. And this really relates to our mini-series a couple weeks back titled The Power of Your Voice. Do you want to hit on that a little bit, Jackie? Yeah, yeah. I just think they're just sort of using, you know, your platform for good and really expressing, using it to express what you believe in. Or not even platform, just like using your rights. Yeah, 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 your rights. And voting is definitely in your rights. And so it's important to use that, you know, for good and for what you believe in. It is so important or so grateful that we have um, a democracy. And so why not use that to our advantage? You know, Mm -hmm. people before us have fought so hard for us to, you know, get a democracy, have a democracy. Um, And and so it has just so much potential. And, you know. It's right at your fingertips. I mean, I see it as sort of once you become old enough to vote, it's all just sort of there right in front of you. And why why would you choose not to not to vote? Why not to use it? Mm-hmm. I just found this quote by Abraham Lincoln that says elections belong to the people. It's their decision. If they decide to turn their back on the people and burn their behinds, they will have to sit on their blisters. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And that's definitely a very um, blatant way to put it. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that that analogy really gets to the point of, you know, whoever we vote for will be in charge for the next term. And yeah. we have the power to make it a great next term or also a not so great next term. So use that power that you're given, please. Yes, definitely. And I think that also ties into, you know, if if you don't vote, like, you can't, like, complain because yeah, you were given like... the chance. I mean, this just sounds so harsh when I put it this way. But, you know, it's true. You know, you have, if you believe in something, you know, like, act on it. Don't just have an opinion mm-hmm. but not take not take ownership of your, of your opinions or your beliefs or reasonings. You know, own up. Yeah, totally. Um, I think that we're going to touch on that a lot in the next couple of minutes. So let's just like move on to our next recording, I guess. Um, up next, we have Sydney, who discusses why voting is so important, especially as a woman. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hi, my name is Sydney Berg. I'm 21 years old and I'm from Cleveland. Um, I vote because I think it is both an obligation and a responsibility. Um, There was a time not too long ago when women in the U.S. didn't even have the right to vote um, and when people of color didn't have the the right to vote and when it was exclusively the right of a white man. Um, Today, our society has grown so far from that and it's progressed in such incredible ways and that's because of voters like us. Um, I think 
as much as it is a responsibility, it's such a cliche, but it's also a privilege. Um, again, our votes, they carry so much weight and they make so much practical change. And I feel really blessed to live in a democracy where my vote and my opinions and my say kind of fuels the democracy itself. So I'm really grateful to live under those circumstances um, in a place where my voice isn't just heard, but hearing my voice and hearing citizens' voices fuels the entire idea of democracy and how society functions in the U.S. So I think that's really special and a huge thing to be a part of. Um, and again, an, a, um, an honor as well as a responsibility and an obligation. Um, thanks so much, Sid. It was really, I completely agree with everything everything you said and just to say um Sid was our counselor last year I don't know if we already said that a great role model yes a great role model and, and I fellow Clevelander oh, oh yes just um, want to mention yeah I I completely agree I think you know it's true like the people one of the a huge reason we're even able to vote I mean as to young women were even able to vote is because of the voters before us Mm -hmm. you know so think about how much how much of a future we have as a country if we use our our power to vote you know to action you know can i just say that i'm so jealous of people who are old enough to vote i think it's so cool i i completely agree it's so cool to be able to make such a big decision like that's awesome. I completely agree. Um, yeah, yeah, I completely agree, and I think I'm super excited to be able to vote in the next election. Yeah. I, I think that's so exciting. I know, isn't it? Um, I also <laughs> think it's really cool how Sydney really tied this back. Sid or Sydney? She goes by both names. Um, how Sid really tied this back to feminism because that's a topic that Jackie and I are really passionate about. And um, this and it really relates to our last couple of episodes that also, you know, really touch on the importance of being proud of who you are. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. It all comes circling back. Um, yeah. Yeah. So also, I we I just want to say that we actually got this idea because of another podcast called titled Why I'm Voting. Um, on iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. and it's very similar to what we're doing here. Um, it's just more celebrities and maybe some other civilians you may not know, but a lot of celebrities, and and it just sort of talks about why they vote. And I think it's really, if you like this subject, definitely go go give it a listen. Um, it's super interesting. I also love how um, voting and empowering others to vote is becoming so mainstream i've seen so many instagram posts and people you know putting this on their story encouraging others to vote and i love how when you go to post an instagram story there is a way to add a little like sticker button that will um, actually send you to websites to help you register to vote and i love that um, companies are really taking initiative and realizing that you know young people really account for a lot of the voters and young people can make a difference. Um, I actually have a statistic right here that says that young people account for almost half of the voting population 
making them a very, very, very powerful political force. Wow. So I love that companies are really realizing this and taking initiative to encourage their participants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this we've talked about before, you know, like what gives you hope? And this definitely gives me hope, you know, whoever wins or doesn't win, at least at least people are really rising to the occasion and voicing their voicing their opinions and you know I think it's just for everyone listening I really just I hope you're voting and I'm from the bottom of my heart like please please vote um yeah yeah and, I mean, or, and if you're not old enough like what we're we've named a bunch of things that you can also do petitions so. call your reps yeah Jackie I just looked it up and your representative is named Gerald Nadler he was at my bat mitzvah, actually. I did know. He, really? Yeah. He, he, he goes to my, he goes to B'nai Jeshin. I just wanted to add that young people need, need to vote because it will directly influence issues that will affect their lives for years to come. Like, you know, issues such as healthcare is still going to be applicable in you know, 5, 10, 15 years when people are kicked off of their parents' healthcare plans and need to get their own. So if that's not another reason to vote, then I don't know what is. Yes, I I completely agree. There's, like, so many different just reasons why you should vote. And I think if we had more guests on to share their opinions along with um, Sid and Barry, I think we would we would come across a bunch of other reasons as well. There's just so many different reasons why, and that's why you should. Yeah, I just, I wanted to, um, I just wanted to add, bring up another topic, which is the difference between just voting based off of your parents' beliefs and be, and actually being an educated voter. And being an educated voter doesn't necessarily mean just reading, you know, one article from CNN or MSNBC or um, Fox News. Let's just leave that. <laughs> but, um, unfortunately, Fox unfortunately, Fox News. Um, I will cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, it isn't just reading a simple article from a news source. It's actually figuring out, like, what do you believe in? And, you know, asking yourself, like, do is this something I care about? Do I, do I agree with this? And, you know, it's okay to have opinions that are different from other people in your community. And I think that this is what makes a democracy really healthy and strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. I know so many people that have different opinions than their parents and or just their big role models, you know. It's important to stand by what you believe in and not what somebody else is telling you to believe in. Um, there's, yeah, there's just, I think it's also, it's just so important that you're seeing both the side of the stories. And that's hugely why we wanted to make this a non, a not biased um, episode. Because even though Hannah and I have definitely have strong opinions on this matter, um, on a political level, we don't want to bring that in because our ideas might differ from yours. We just don't want to influence, you know, your guys's opinions. Um, and we just encourage you to find, find your opinions for yourself. And in doing Mm -hmm. that, just go look for a bunch of different 
news networks, I mean, some are definitely more right wing, left wing, more center, but I mean, like, just sort of find that voice for yourself and definitely don't follow in somebody else's tracks. Yeah, I just wanted to add in a really appalling statistic that kind of just made my mouth drop when I just read it. There were one, uh, 102.7 million non-voters in the 26th election in the 2016 election which vastly outnumbered 62.9 million people who voted for trump wow 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 102.7 people in the u.s didn't vote compared to 62.9 million who did vote for trump and that 102 million is that also um is that people who are eligible to vote yes yes wow who didn't vote Wow. I'm sorry, but that's crazy to think about. Yeah. More than almost, not almost double, but a significant more amount of people than who voted for Trump could have mm-hmm. voted and really changed the dynamic of our current government. Definitely changed the dynamic. Um, I also just wanted to read a quote from the same article that I'm looking at, and I think it... I, I couldn't rephrase this any any better than what they're saying. It's not elitist to assi- insist on educating voters. Indeed, students who learn about moral reasoning, building arguments, and evaluating historical events show significant inc- increases in civic literacy and in rates of voting in America. So I feel like what that's really saying is that educating ourselves now will only make us better voters in America when our time does come to vote you need even more incentive to vote i just wanted to point out that in alaska in 2008 the congressional race was decided by a single vote wow wow and the senate race in new hampshire um oh this was kind of um a long time ago but at 1970 in 1974 was decided by two votes that's crazy to me wow wow so that's imagine being that one or or one of those two people, you know, you could be that one or two, one person, you know, you never know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Hannah, do you have any final thoughts or any final points you wanted to touch on? No, I just, if you won't vote for your own interests, then who will? Yes, exactly. And I always have this, I always have this kind of, um, I guess, um mindset you know what if you're if you're that one person that doesn't vote why can't everyone else be that one person that doesn't vote you know and soon you're just left with okay a bunch of people that don't vote but if you're that one person who does vote why can't everyone else be that one person who does vote you know then you're stuck with a bunch of people who do vote yeah it's great it's like you you never know what kind of impact you're gonna have on on maybe a huge a huge governmental dynamic or person or, or mm. I don't know, law. You never know. Um, yeah. Everyone has a voice and wants to be heard in one way or another. Voting is your voice. Or signing petitions and contacting le- your local representatives is your voice. Yes, yes. That's my last thought. And I completely stand by it. As always, we wanted to end the episode by reminding you all to subscribe to the podcast, give it a like and a rating, and we may even read some of your reviews out loud next episode.
Please don't forget to follow our podcast Instagram at Honest and Jazzy, all spelled out, where we share updates on the work that we're doing for the podcast and also announce each upcoming episode. Additionally, you can follow my personal Instagram at Hannah.Plotkin and mine at Jackie Spinell, and we can connect with you there. If you have any questions, feel free to direct message us through any of the Instagrams or email us at honestandjazzy.podcast at gmail.com. Please also send us an email or a DM if you have any recommendations for upcoming episode topics or if you would like to be featured as one of our guests. Until next time, approach your life with honesty and jazz it up with kindness. Bye!